from the Cyber Hub Bunker and Studio. You're tuning in to the Cyber Hub Podcast. And now for your host and CISO, James Azar. Good morning, security gang, and welcome to another episode of the Cyber Hub Podcast. Monday, December 19th, 2022. Happy Hanukkah, everyone. For those that are celebrating Hanukkah, I join you in saying Chak Hanukkah Sameach. I hope y'all uh, had a very good first night of Hanukkah, had some good latkes and donuts. Um, it's one of my favorite holidays ever. Uh, one, because, you know, I love latkes and I really, really love donuts. So both of those have made this a superior holiday. Um, what a World Cup finish yesterday. For those, yeah, we talk security always, but... I'd be remiss if I didn't mention probably what would be the best World Cup final in my lifetime, right? So an amazing World Cup final there, um, really just top, top line, it, it, it back and forth. I mean, Argentina, France, what a game uh, by Messi and Mbappe, um, and, and definitely put on a show, kept us all on the edge of our seats, Um for for the entire length of the match so uh what a weekend what a what a what a sports weekend obviously nfl yesterday controversies around that so you're not tuning in though to talk about this weekend and sports we're tuning in to talk about security and we're going to get right into that we've got a packed show this morning before we do though i'll grab my double espresso um whatever y'all are drinking this morning i hope you enjoy it good morning to john Della cruz tuning in from youtube i've got cheers y'all our first story is with Cisco, where they are warning of many old vulnerabilities that are being exploited in attacks. Cisco's updated multiple security advisories to warn of malicious exploitation of severe vulnerabilities impacting its networking devices. Uh, many of the bugs which carry a severity rating of critical or high have been addressed four to five years ago, but many organizations haven't patched their devices continue to be impacted by them. Last week, they've added exploitation warnings to more than 20 advisories detailing security defects in Cisco's iOS and XOS and HyperFlex software. We talked about that on the show. Five of the updated advisories resolve critical severity vulnerabilities that allow for remote attackers to execute arbitrary code, cause denial of service uh, condition, or execute arbitrary commands. Uh, CVE 2017-12240, uh, 2018-0171, 2018-0125, 2022-149-7 and 2018-0147 all impact Cisco IOS and iOS XC and the Rev 132W and the Rev 134W uh, routers as well. Uh, secure access control. Cisco's updated the 15 advisories and are asking organizations to go out and patch those. Good morning, Scott from Cold Canada. Ooh, you just said Cold Canada and I went right in to like chill mode. Scott, good morning. Thanks for being here. A new agenda ransomware variant, which is being written in Rust, is aiming at critical infrastructure. The Rust variant of the ransomware known as Agenda is being observed in the wild, making the latest malware to adopt the class platform, the cross-platform, sorry, programming language after Black Hat, Hive, Luna, and Ransom EXX. Agenda, which is attributed to an operator named Keelene, is a ransomware as a service group that's been linked to the spat of attacks, primarily targeting manufacturing and IT industries. The previous version of the ransomware, which was written in Go and customized for each victim, single at healthcare and education uh, in places like Indonesia, Saudi Arabia, South Africa, and Thailand. However, agenda like Royal Ransomware expands on the idea of the partial encryption by configuring parameters that are used to determine the percentage of file content to be encrypted. 
The tactic is becoming more popular among ransomware actors as it lets them encrypt faster and avoid detection that heavily rely on read-write file operations. The analysis of the ransomware binary reveals that the encrypted files are given an extension that is uh, MMXREVLXLV before proceeding to drop the ransom note in every directory. In addition, the Rust version of Agenda is capable of terminating the Windows app info process and disabling user account control. At present, the, its threat actors appear to be migrating the ransomware to Rust to target critical infrastructure. And um, it's more difficult to analyze, has a lower detection rate by antivirus agents. So this is going to require a defense in-depth strategy and critical infrastructure, especially between your IT and OT, where you're definitely going to need that. GitHub has announced free secret scanning and mandatory multi-factor authentication. This is huge. So many companies, so many companies use GitHub. So this security improvement, which is unbelievably well-in-timed, is desperately needed. If you're not using it, you want to use it, you want to go talk to your DevOps, you want to leverage those relationships. It includes free scanning for public repositories and mandatory two-factor authentications for developers and contributors. Um, you want to make sure to turn those on right away, get those part of your CI/CD process, part of your open source scanning, any public libraries before you put them into your environment. A great move by GitHub here to help practitioners be able to do their job just a little bit easier. The restaurant CRM platform Seven Rooms has confirmed a breach after data for sale. The uh, CRM system, which is being used by predominantly restaurants and, and, and big hospitality service providers like MGM, Bloom and Mandarin Oriental, Wolf Gang, Puck, and many more. Um, on December 15th, a threat actor posted data samples of the breached uh, on, on, on a breached hacking forum claiming to have stolen 427 gigabytes of backup database with thousands of files containing information about Seven Rooms customers. The samples provided include folders named after big restaurant chains, clients of Seven Rooms, API keys, promo codes, payment reports, reservation lists, and a whole lot more. Um, after Bleeping Computer contacted Seven Rooms about the data being sold online, they confirmed that it was their data caused by unauthorized access to the system of one of its vendors. So a supply chain breach there. They're learning about it. They've said that no social security numbers, credit card data, or bank information was uh, ever stored by them. So um, it wasn't compromised. It's predominantly going to be name, phone number, email address, and then some, some private information. Uh, I'm, I'm sure there they've engaged a company and we'll wait to hear more about this one here as we head into the holiday season. Um, and see how this impacts seven rooms. Facebook is cracking down on spyware vendors from the U.S., China, Russia, Israel, and India. The Meta platform disclosed that it took down no less than 200 covert influence operations since 2017, spanning 40 countries across 42 languages. The social media conglomerate also stepped steps to disable accounts and block infrastructure operators by spyware vendors, including in China, Russia, Israel, the U.S., and India, the targeted individuals in about 200 countries. The global surveillance for higher industry continues to grow and indiscriminately, indiscriminately, <laughs> indiscriminately uh, target people, including journalists, activists, litigants, and political oppositions to collect intel, manipulate, and compromise their devices and accounts across the internet. The network that were found to engage in coordinated, inauthentic uh, behavior originated from 68 countries. More than 100 nations are said to have been targeted by at least one such network. With 34 operations, the U.S. emerged as the most frequently targeted nation during the five-year period, followed by the Ukraine and the U.K. The top geographic sources during the same time frame were coming from Russia, Iran, and Mexico. 
On top of that, an Iranian network disrupted by Meta in April of 2020 focused on 18 countries at the time. And here's what I would say about this. Um, Facebook's just the first to do this. If you haven't banned TikTok from your environment, you should. Every single state right now is banning TikTok from the state government network, but you should be banning TikTok, period. You should also be banning social media, period, unless it's your marketing team in uh, uh, controlled environments. And I would even have that done in sandboxes um, or or have your have them work through uh, uh, VMs. Um, you can obviously see that there's a whole slew of challenges with spyware. And by the way, a lot of this spyware could be used for hire, meaning your competitors, your overseas competitors could be using this type of uh, spyware to target your employees on social media to then try to gain access to your network or even intercept it. If I can, you know, with people working from home today, you put yourself as a foreign competitor who can use one of these spywares to target one of your employees or a multitude of your employees at home, get something sitting on their router um, in order to intercept traffic. Um, you, you've got yourselves a lot of data uh, to be used there. And finally, the U.S. puts three dozen more Chinese companies on the trade block list. The um, Finally, we're starting to fight back a little bit. The Department of Commerce is adding 36 Chinese high-tech companies, including makers of aviation equipment, chemicals, and computer chips, to an export controls blacklist, citing concerns over national security, U.S. interests, and human rights. The inclusion of the companies in the trade entity list means that export license will likely be denied for any U.S. company trying to do business with them. In some cases, companies based in other countries are also required to comply with the requirements to prevent technologies from being diverted uh, to use as banned under the export controls. This is going to be very difficult. China is known to set up shell companies across all of Asia. Uh, We'll see how they do this. This obviously started with President Trump. It's continuing under President Biden. At the same time, Uh, The Biden administration has been moving to beef up American manufacturing capabilities for semiconductors and advanced technologies. Um, There's a whole slew of companies here that are um, on this list. And and I urge anyone who's who's in this to take a look and make sure you don't um, you aren't directly or indirectly doing business with these organizations. Folks, that's it for our show today. Um, We'll be doing shows all week. Just FYI. Um, heading into Thursday and then obviously uh, next week as well. Christmas being on the weekend is just just the perk. So thank you all for tuning in. Uh, make sure you get your Cisco's patched. Make sure you get your GitHub upgraded. Great conversations to have uh, over the next few weeks. Things slow down. Uh, people are on vacation. You can really build these relationships, get these things enacted for the beginning of the year. Um, so take advantage of it. No better time than right now to do that. Have a great rest of your day. And most importantly, stay cyber safe. We love feedback, so make sure to connect with us on social media and subscribe to our podcast on your favorite podcast listening platform.